we injected the exosome at day 18 in our case, where the severity of the disease was at its most, and the mice were paralyzed, not be able to eat or drink. We call it acute phase. So we injected randomly 1 billion per mice. This is where we got lucky. Because if you inject not enough exosome, you're not going to see efficacy. Then it was week one. Then we realized that the cage which injected exosome is gone. We couldn't find it. Because like a few days before, the mice were sick. You could see, you know, they are not feeling good. So you could easily tell around these other cages. Oh. But we couldn't find it. Then we realized that, oh, where is it? Then we look at the label. We saw that almost all of the mice are starting walking. So we were thinking this is like a normal cage. Right. Is it possible? Then we look at then yeah, they were so excited. Then we repeated the experiment again and again and it worked. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Before we begin, I've created a group discount program for all of our listeners where you can get regenerative products and services for prices far below that which you could get on your own. For example, Warden's Jelly starting at $475 per cc or Exazone starting at $360 per cc. The more members in our group, the better prices we all get. So please join our group today so that we can all get the best prices for products and services. Go to drrosscarter.com and sign up or text me your name and email to this number 561-962-1231. This is important, so save it in your phone right now. It's 561-962-1231. Back to the show. My name is Milad. I was the scientist at City of Hope for two years and I'm involved in a phase one clinical trial using exosome for a type 1 diabetes. And I've been in the field for like eight years now, working with some of the best in the world in terms of the exosome field, you know, trying to bring these exosome as therapeutics to the patient. So I started my exosome journey when I joined UC Irvine as a PhD student. Our lab was focused on finding out the mechanism of repair by mesenchymal stem cell. We were the first group to show that in the case of multiple sclerosis, we could use exosome, not only the unmodified exosome, but also we stimulated the mesenchymal stem cell with some stimulants, with some growth factors. So the more basically the inherent their capacity, therapeutic capacity from their parental cell. If you have a stronger parental cell, you're going to have better, stronger exosome. exosome. Okay. How would you enhance the mother cell? Interferon gamma. Oh, okay. Gamma interferon is a pro-inflammatory cytokine. It does have some receptors bind to the uh, receptors, interferon gamma receptor and the mesenchymal stem cell induce some signaling in the cells, activate some genes that are involved in anti-inflammatory processes. So they secrete, you know, more anti-inflammatory molecules and makes MSC more potent in terms of anti-inflammatory. This is what we wanted because we want to treat multiple sclerosis, which is autoimmune disease. So if you want to target autoimmune disease, you want to go after inflammation. And how were they administered? IV. 
which is tailwind in case of a mice. What is the relation? Like you had a certain count number or how did you count your exosomes and how did you know the different molecules that were in those exosomes or did you know? Very good question. So basically we got a little bit lucky. So yeah, because you don't know when you want to do it, you don't know how many exosomes to inject. You don't know when to inject. So let me give you fullest story. So we initiated this animal model, which is EAE animal model, experimental albumin encephalomyelitis animal model. EAE is a gold standard for multiple sclerosis drug development mm -hmm. and highly respected by FDA. And uh, if you want to develop a MS drug, you should at least show some efficacy in this animal model. And there are two strategies working with this animal. Some people check their therapeutic modality as a prevention. So the day they induce that they inject the mice those toxins to induce the disease, they start getting their therapeutics as well, week one, week two, whatever regimen that they have. Yep. Then they show that delayed progression of the disease. Okay. So that's, they call it like preventive because the idea behind it is that if you want to go after relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis, you want to stop the attacks before they initiate. What we heard from some EAE model expert that if you attack it, then the mouse is severely sick. They okay. are severely paralyzed. In the cage, they cannot even eat or drink. That would be better. Then we said, let's go big. We were going to fail probably, but let's go big. So we initiated, we injected the exosome at day 18 in our case, where the severity of the disease was at its most, and the mice were paralyzed, not be able to eat or drink. We call it acute phase. So we injected randomly 1 billion per mice. This is where we got lucky, because if you inject not enough exosome, you're not going to see efficacy. Then it was week one. Then we realized that the Cajun, which injected exosome is gone. We couldn't find it because like a few days before the mice were sick, you could see, you know, they are not feeling good. So you could easily tell around these other cages, oh, but we yeah. couldn't find it. Then we realized that, oh, where is it? Then we look at the label. We saw that almost all of the mice are starting walking. So we were thinking this is a, like a normal case. Right. Is it possible? Then we look at Then Yeah, they were so excited. Then we repeated the experiment again and again, and it worked. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561 9621231 or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly special. On with the show. Then we decided to change the regimen in terms of how many to inject. We yeah. went a little bit higher and a little bit lower. Then we realized that what we initially injected 1 billion per mice was an ideal number, which, were, which we did it, by, to be honest, by luck. So that concentration was good enough. But ideally, if you want to do it, you should have a dose response curve and stuff to, make, to see what is the best dose per mice. But we were lucky to get it right in the first place. Otherwise, we would have spent another one or two years really figuring out what would be the best concentration of the exosome to put into the mouse.
Now, what size particles are you talking about with these exosomes? You said one billion, but one obviously- billion particle total particles. So the size were a good question. We did nanoparticle tracking analysis. Yeah. Uh, the size that we had was around 50 nanometer to 250 nanometer, 50 to 250. So a little so, bit bigger than the standard 150 or so, right? You no, know, this is the problem in the field. Everybody says, oh, exosome is less than 100. It's not correct. So it's basically depending on the cell type, depending on your isolation. Yes, if you filter the hell out of them, yeah, you make it pure, pure, pure. Right. You probably remove those bigger ones. But still, we don't know which are really exos because according to Jan Lothwald, my previous mentor, we have 80, 80 different types of extracellular vesicles, particularly exosome, the electron microscopy. So there's a lot of unknown still that we don't know, but they are so heterogeneous. The fact that people say they are 30 nanometer to 100 nanometer yep. is an old-fashioned way of thinking. Yes. And the way we isolate what we got as an exosome palette it was 50 to 250 nanometer, and that depends on the cell type as well. If you start with another cell type, you may get a little bit on the lower and the smaller size or on the bigger. What was your cell type? Mesenchymal stem cell, bone marrow derived mesenchymal bone stem marrow. cell from human, from human. Okay, so bone marrow, MSCs, expanded, I assume. Absolutely, because we needed to get exosome and the yield was low. So every time we had around 40 to 100 million cells to get enough exosome to do all those analysis. To give you a perspective, yeah. they produce around each cell, produce around 100 to 500 particle. That depends on the condition, roughly. So each MSC in our hands secreted around 100 to 500 particles, exosome, basically. If you want to back calculate how many exosomes. Well, isn't that over a period of time, though? Like over three, four hours? Over three days of harvest that we have. Over three days. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Like when you go to Panama, Rorden is using 120 million mesenchymal golden stem cells, right? Yes. So if you were to try to translate that and use a mesenchymal stem cell exosome, how many exosomes would you need to approximate the same dosage from the amount of stem cells that they're using? Is there a way to figure that out? No, there's no back calculation because you just have to do it. So after my PhD, the regimen that we proposed was escalating those. When you don't know, escalating those, you put like a few million, one billion, you go high, 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 till you find that therapeutic window. It doesn't work like you say, oh, I put 20 million cells. Now let's calculate how many exosomes we can inject. The yield of exosomes depends on the health of your cells, the condition of the cells, the type of the cell, the isolation method, characterization methods. So it's really, we cannot back calculate. We might be able to do in the future where everything is streamlined, everything is standard. So we have a, like a standard protocol for a stem cell, a standard protocol for exosome. Yes, in those scenarios where everything is optimized, you can back calculate. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast. Learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million dollar business card to dominate your local area. We're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561 961-962-1231.
1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter, signing off. Signing off.